Morning everyone, welcome to Ainsley News. It's Friday the 29th of April, end of week and end of month. Big news today, negative US GDP and the end of the business cycle. Last night's shock news of the US falling into recessionary territory with a negative GDP print was a salient reminder of both the precariousness of the world's biggest economy and the farce that is a share market rallying on the news likely because they think it will force a reversal of the Fed's tightening. Importantly, gold rallied, despite an also stronger US dollar, as it called BS on the shares. Bad news is good news, hope rally. As we reported yesterday, Crescat Capital released their latest monthly research letter last week, and today we look further into it. When people think of safe haven assets, they inevitably think of bonds and gold. Crescat point out that in what they expect going forward, bonds may not be the best vehicle. Bonds have served as incredible hedges during the last several downturns in equity markets. The rising inflation environment that led up to the tech and housing busts proved to be a cyclical force as the economy entered a significant downturn and nominal yields collapsed as a result. Inflation also decelerated drastically during the COVID crash in March 2020 and long-term rates declined in tandem. We fear investors are fighting the last war in expecting the same correlation to play out in the next major equity downturn. The structural changes in inflation today are causing this relationship to change drastically. Market participants are conditioned to think of sovereign bonds as safe havens, but that was not a reality during other inflationary regimes. In 1968 to 69 and 1973 to 74, as equity markets collapsed and the economy entered a recession, long-term nominal yields increased instead. Such market developments are consequences of an economy facing long-term inflationary pressure rather than cyclical forces. We think Treasury yields and equity market correlations will look similar in the next recession. Contrary to today's conventional wisdom, note how gold miners increased fivefold, while the stock market declined 50% during the 1973-74 inflationary recession. We think a similar development will follow in the next economic downturn. But does today's macro setup really resemble the 1970s. As tempting as it can be, the use of any one point in history as a guide may offer an incomplete assessment of what's likely ahead of us. For the first time in 120 years, the US economy is facing a trifecta of economic extremes. We need to combine the debt problem of the 1940s, the structural commodity shortages of the 1970s, and the speculative equity valuation environment of the late 1920s and 1990s in order to get a more complete picture of the macro setup we have today. These imbalances create true political constraints to governments and central banks. It is hard for us to believe how inflation will not continue to be one of the major forces infiltrating the economy over the next several years to reconcile these imbalances. The peak of the business cycle. We are seeing a list of recession indicators flashing warning signals today. Beware of times when the spread of consumer confidence present situation versus expectation is at cyclical highs. Last time this spread was as extreme as it is today was right before the tech bust and also the 1973-74 recession. Eerie resemblance. The US two-year yield has just retested its multi-decade resistance. This move happened four other times in the last 40 years and all of them were followed by significant economic downturns. We are likely at the peak of the business cycle. While we think the two-year yield could easily break out above this trend, Finally, it won't change our view about the major deceleration of growth after inflation ahead. 
Given the current political constraints, it is a 1973-74 setup on steroids. Insanely speculative. Easy money policies and excess liquidity have created one of the worst asset valuation distortions in history. Almost every fundamental multiple that we track is currently at historical, historically expensive levels. To put into perspective, US market cap to GDP needs to fall another 15% just to reach peak tech bubble levels. US stocks versus gold. Not to be overlooked, US stocks in gold terms are just as expensive as they were at the 1929 peak prior to the Great Depression. Their base case of a massive rotation out of growth shares into hard assets, particularly in light of their data presented yesterday, is a compelling one. Last night's US GDP print and recent historic high inflation prints reinforce this view. That gold is playing beautifully to the cup and handle technical as well makes it all the more exciting. Make sure you check out some graphs today. And if you are interested in purchasing, jump over to ainsleybullion.com.au. If you're looking to buy, click on buy. If you're looking to check out charts and all of our latest news, click on news. If you are interested in cryptocurrency at the moment, jump over to ainsleywealth.com.au. If you're after some crypto that's backed by real gold and silver, jump over to goldsilverstandard.com. Enjoy your weekend and long weekend if you're lucky. We'll catch you next week for more news.